Hey, what it do, sports fans? Welcome to the Sports Live podcast brought to you by Multimedia Live. I'm Sboom Jigeli, so your host, and I will be joined by various guests on this exciting new podcast to discuss the latest ins and outs of the sporting world. Right, guys, what it do, what it do? I'm not in Japan again. I know it might sound like it. By the sound of my voice, I'm actually a little bit down and out this week. But I couldn't leave you guys in the lurch, especially not after such a fabulous weekend of sports. We've had, unless, of course, you're a big cricket fan, the pro tiers. Lots of people saying they must come back from India. Embarrassing. They've been swept 3-0 by India in three tests. This is the second time in a row this has happened. Except this time, it has been tinged with more than a slight bit of embarrassment. And I think the Proteas have a lot of introspection to do as soon as they get home. A big summer, of course. We are expecting England, the current ICC World champions in the odi format they are coming to these shores this summer how can we put out a team like we've done against india but anyway i'm not gonna get into my feels about cricket again we have been disappointed enough guys this season by the proteas so i'm not even gonna get there let's have a look at what happened on the football field obviously this past weekend was telecom knockout Holo lo, Mamelodi Sundowns beating Amazulu 5-0 was my result of the weekend. <laughs> Sandawana obviously putting, putting their Shell Helix Cup disappointments well behind them. And some comments from Pito Musimani about how KZ Chiefs, you don't have to beat KZ Chiefs to win the league. Technically is, right? Three points against one team is about as valuable as three points against any other team in the league. And uh, with them having faced Highland Park in their next assignment in the league, which uh, it's taking place right after we record this, he is absolutely right. And uh, he'll be facing Kaiser Chiefs this weekend. That is going to be a blockbuster of a fixture because I don't think... Pizzo Musumana is going to take that defeat in the Shell Helix Cup. Although it was a friendly, oh, nothing's friendly between Amakosi and Masandawan, I can tell you that for free. And there's definitely nothing friendly between Ernst Middendorp and Pizzo Musumana at the very moment. But we will see how this week pans out. We'll have everything for you next week. Reaction. Um, we have managed to squeeze in a very disky friendly episode this week in spite of the Rugby World Cup, which I'll get to in a second. But just to have a look at some of the other results of the Telcom knockout, which if you've not seen them yet, if you've not read the reports, please go to timeslive.co.za or sowetinlive.co.za or even bdlive.co.za. All our TSO Black Star platforms have been covering the games, including our Eastern Cape titles. The Herald, of course, haven't forgotten you guys, as well as the Daily Dispatch. Dispatch Live in my hometown, East London. They are definitely going to be pumped because Cheaper United have also been hosting games at Sisa Dukashe. So, what did we have in the Telcom knockout this weekend? Highlands Park, Black Leopards went to penalties, ended nil-nil. Uh, in after extra extra time and Highlands Park won 6-5 I've mentioned Sundowns winning 5-0 against uh, Amazulu helpless Amazulu own goal there from Mario Poison as well just all over the show South Americans getting all the goals there uh, Ali Meza doing his business uh, Gaston Serino getting man of the match oh it was just silly it was just silly Super Sport United scraped scraped past Baraka FC also on penalties after one a one-one draw after all the minutes can that have can be played were played. Orlando Pirates scraping past Stellenbosch one 0 but in the cup game it doesn't matter. A thriller between Cape Town City and Kaiser Chiefs ended in Chiefs winning on penalties. Eric Mulomuandao Matoho getting the winning penalty right there in the end i think chiefs are getting back to their penalty pedigree which usually means cup pedigree for them and i'm sure they would love to hold on to something this season it's been a very promising season so far but they need something to show for it of course they are the league leaders 
as things stand at the time of recording this golden arrows going past Polokwane City 1-0 as well as Maritzburg United scraping on penalties against Bedvest Vets right can I get to the rugby can I get to the rugby man the Springboks are through to the semi-finals of the Rugby World Cup where they face Wales and if I could give you my little hot take on their performance on Sunday I thought the first half they kind of they kind of were sloppy um, they threw away a few tries that I thought were bankers I thought Makazole Mapimpi was like my outstanding player of that team the guy has grown in stature but this is what Pimpi does though every team has gotten that he just wants to come out as the outright top try scorer he went to the Kings from border became the top try scorer for the Southern Kings in Super Rugby went to Cheetahs when he left Cheetahs he was a top try scorer in Pro 14 went to the Sharks became top try scorer at the Curry Cup and he's the man he's just unbelievable you can't put a good man down guys and when they mean that they talk about Makazole Mapimp just outside of East London a guy you probably wouldn't have put your money on four years ago to be part of the Springboks such a parkrun part of the Springboks to boot um, at this Rugby World Cup but my word there he was they were scoring a brilliant peel away blindside solo try where he beat three Japanese defenders then he got his double uh, in the second half to seal a Springbok victory otherwise I thought a lot of them played well Fafti Clack has copped a lot of flack for his kicking box kicking telegraph box kicking at that but the man's in industrious and uh, that's exactly what we need against Wales in that hot semi-final Wales never beaten the Springboks remember at a Rugby World Cup however they are unbeaten in the last four matches against Rassi Rasmus's men so that's going to be a very interesting task but Rassi said after the press conference that you know since he's been coach in the last two years he's never met a Welsh team where he could pick a full strength team so obviously the first meeting while uh, Rassi Rasmus was coach was a Wellington uh, friendly test where they had to uh, not Wellington sorry in Washington they played in the US so they had to split the squad um, into two uh, where they played guys like Abos Kumbuzo Noche traveled there with that team Uh, it was a, a, a roughly watered down team Wales ended up winning that Encounter. It was a bit of an exhibition game, and then uh, later, later on last year, the game against Wales was played outside of the international window. So uh, a lot of the big names that were contracted to big uh, teams like Toulon in France, guys just took their players back, you know. And uh, yeah, that also translated in a Welsh victory. But we are talking Rugby World Cup now, and I think. For me, the Springboks have the game, they have the players, they have the big game temperament. Wales looked very, very shook against France. And if it wasn't for that Vaha Maina um, red card, you know, the infamous little elbow, paper's little elbow. Uh, So if it wasn't for that dab on someone's face, uh, I think France might have scraped that one. They definitely had the game. Wales made heavy heavy work of that quarterfinal and the other quarterfinals were really uh, pretty straightforward England over Australia Ooh, man Eddie Jones pretty much costing Michael Checkers his job his mate they used to play together in club rugby days in Australia obviously um, big big mate but um, yeah Checkers gone man I do feel bummed though because uh, he is one of the characters uh, in uh, Southern Hemisphere rugby. You know, you want to interview, want to chat to because he always speaks from the heart. He was even honest uh, to a fault even as he was leaving saying he didn't really get much backing from uh, Rugby Australia CEO or the chairperson of the board. I mean, he, he didn't leave anything behind. Uh, but that's the check away. Uh, he was very, very disappointed. Uh, but that means uh, there's a heavyweight collision between England and New Zealand coming up in the semifinals this weekend. Of course, on Saturday is a New Zealand-England clash. And on Sunday, Wales Springboks. Um, my prediction? Mm-hmm. 
I think we are going to have a a second bite. The Springboks are going to have a second bite at the All Blacks in the final. I think uh, All Blacks Springboks final is something I had predicted uh, much, much earlier before the tournament started. But I couldn't tell you what the logistics of that route were going to be. Because I didn't foresee the, Jap- the the Japan defeat of Ireland in the group stages, which threw the you know entire tournament into a tailspin. Um, but yeah, there it is. Uh, I did say in my reaction videos, hashtag school specials, that uh, when I was in Yokohama straight after the game, that we will meet them in the final, and we're just one step away. We're playing a team that's never beaten us at the World Cup, so this is the time to show our wares. This is a time for Rassi Rasmus to really, really um, strengthen his grip uh, on this tournament because uh, it seems like in New Zealand they still don't. Don't count the Springboks as worthy contenders and they are about to get the shock of their lives. But one weakness we do have, Vili LaRue, man. Don't believe what my soulmate Twitter tells you on Twitter. Yeah, I have been on Vili LaRue's case um, since, uh, I don't know, man. Vili's been off form for two years. I love Vili, man. I, I remember when I was in... Um, Australia for the first time in 2015 and uh, the box were playing um, uh, the box were playing Australia obviously the Wallabies and you know I felt that for the box to win that game we needed really to play well and most of the time when Vili does play well for the spring box the, the box never lose you know but unfortunately he's kind of been in the background of uh, great performances of late and uh, dare I say He's been the weak link in the team. I mean, we're the only tier one, probably top 10 nation without a reliable fullback and uh, the high ball. I mean, you look at, if we're going to face the likes of Liam Williams, George North, Josh Adams. Josh Adams is the co-leading try scorer with Mapimpi. And uh, with a guy like Dan Bigger, who can put in a high boot, with a scrummy like Gareth Davies, who can kick contestables from the base, we're going to be in trouble. Um, I think it's time to swallow the hard pill for Rassi. And I've said this many times about many players. And this is probably the last drum that I'll beat very, very heavily. Is that uh, Vili LaRue, I'm sorry. Put in Chesden Kobe there, fullback. Bring in Spunko, Spunkosi, fearless under the high ball. Of course, we have EPP on the other wing. And there you go. We can take on the Welsh. And I think we'll do very very well all right let me quickly get to the playmaker of the week it is a non-negotiable this week really a non-negotiable i don't care what's happening in other tournaments and other sports other codes i know the south african netball women's netball uh has uh, defeated uh, kenya and zimbabwe i know they're doing uh, very very well at the moment uh we see you guys but Playmaker goes to Makazole Mapimpi for his double to put the Springboks through over the host Japan, man. Feel for you, Japan, but uh, Mapimpi was not going to be stopped in that game. Feel for you, Kotaro Matsushima, um, but uh, played Sunny for the World Cup. It was, it's Mapimpi's time now. He's just two tries away from uh, tying the World Cup record uh, for tries held by uh, uh, Brian Habana, Jonah Loma, and I think um, uh, 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 Savia, Julian Savia. So if he gets to eight, uh, he will. I think he'll be alone in that uh, try scoring tally. So he is chasing history, and this man looks like he cannot be stopped. And our upset of the week. You Arsenal fans, can you please come to the front of the congregation? Yeah, I'm talking about Sheffield United beating Arsenal 1-0 on Monday night in the English Premiership. Yep, still been keeping tabs on that uh, fun uh, tournament that always seems to bring up a surprise at Bramall Lane. Sheffield United pulled a nice little 1-0 over Arsenal, man. And Twitter was... Lit, as you can imagine, after an Arsenal defeat. Uh, you guys, you have to you have to get on Twitter every time Arsenal loses. It's like watching tears in 280-character form, man. Every Arsenal fan goes mental. And shame, I do feel for them, because it means now they are no longer in the top four. But Chelsea is in the top four because we beat Newcastle 1-0. 
But I'm not even going to get into that this season. I got into it early when we were defeated by Man United. And I thought, you know what? Let me keep quiet and watch the Frank Lampard project develop. But anyway, this episode isn't about that. It's about another project that's developed. Yep, you've seen the headline. TS Galaxy is the Barcelona of African football. Yeah, that will shock you. Uh, I was given this nice little perla by the founder and owner of TS Galaxy, Mr. Tim Sukas, who came to visit us in our studios in the Tiso Blackstar Multimedia Department a few days ago. And uh, yeah, as you can tell, the conversation was lit. Um, such a fun conversation. Honest fella is Tim Sukas telling us what, a, what this project is, what prompted him to start uh, his, uh, his club eventually um, that's named after him, TS Galaxy. Honest thoughts about Dan, Dan's Malisela, his coach, and, um, you know, how he even got into uh, the player management with QT Sports, you know, as a trained lawyer. Um, he could have focused on law practice. Uh, he's still a big time private corporate lawyer, um, but his heart is in football that man loves his football he talks about his playing days how he used to be a number 10 to which i challenged him and i said hi bratim is it true man you guys have to listen to this fun 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 conversation i have to thank uh his um a media man as well tabang mazubuko for putting the interview together but yeah i leave you uh with my sweet sweet conversation with tim sugazi Guns, an essential tool in self-protection or a catalyst for criminality. CliffCentral.com presents GunCast, a podcast that unpacks the divisive issue of gun ownership in South Africa. Join legal expert Martin Hood as he hosts a series of talks with both sides of the gun lobby. Whether you support the right to carry guns or you believe they're a destructive tool that society could do without, GunCast will enlighten and challenge you in equal measure. Find GunCast now on the Cliff Central app on cliffcentral.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I am in esteemed company today on the Sports Life Podcast. I am with Tim Sugazi, owner of TS Galaxy. Obviously, you'll know him as a player agent. He's also an advocate. He is a man that has taken South African uh, football by storm. And his team, which we'll get into, has just been on the up and up. They have made the group stages of the CAF Confederations Cup. And they are facing Nigerian Giants and Nyemba. Cheapers, creepers. Um, he's here in studio. He's come to join us here at the Tiso Black Star Multimedia um, setup, and uh, we have him in studio as well as his social media and marketing guy Tabang Mazubuko is also here sitting quietly in the background um, while we have this conversation. Pratim, please uh, welcome to the Sports Live Podcast, Puti. Yeah, thank you, Subu. Thank you so much for having us. I'm sure when you uh, formulated this little project called TS Galaxy, and I don't mean the word little as in small, yeah. but when you started out, you didn't imagine that come 2019, 2020 season, you'll be mixing it up with the likes of a Nyimba. Yeah. What was the vision and how do you feel sitting here today knowing that you guys are up there with the giants of African football now? Yeah, look, uh, when we bought the professional franchise that would, be, would have been uh, July last year, yeah, I always knew that at the professional level, this club would be one of the greatest, you know, in the continent, not even the country. Mm, However, mm, you know, this kind of a script, I never read it myself. Yeah. In other ways, I didn't know it will happen this fast. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't have thought that within the first 13, 14 months of inception at a professional level, we would find ourselves now playing in the Confederations Cup, yeah. having won the NetBank Cup of after course. beating the Kaiser almighty Chiefs. Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, much as I did have the confidence that we were building a 
massive brand. Uh, I always thought that South Africa needed a new entrant in the game. Yeah. Uh, the current establishments are doing well, they've done well, they've, they've got their own history, but uh, something or somebody new needs to chip in. Mm. Uh, yeah, because um, I think there's a demand for fresh ideas in the game, a fresh, vibrant club. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's how TS Galaxy is set up, and this is what it's driving towards. And just the way TS Galaxy does things, you cheerleaders the marketing the people out there the branding how important is that stuff you know obviously you want to win games but how important is all the other stuff that you guys seem to have a big focus on off the field yeah sure look um we always wanted to be a club that not only services the play the game the playing side of the game yeah that is football you know we took a view that um in addition to boys playing the game as professionals they are girls uh, who can much as they can also play however we wanted to give them an, a more easier uh, or convenient entry ticket yeah. in the form of cheerleading so it's a program on its own we have these girls we have audi- we auditioned them way back then yeah. from all the rural areas and communities where yeah, yeah. our support is quite strong and um, we managed to take them out of the bring them to Johannesburg, school them here, give them education and provide as much as we can. And, you know, hopefully we, you know, one, if not all, uh, one day will turn out into something. So in other ways, we are... Ah, so it's a way of a vehicle of empowering Correct, very much so. It's got three pillars, women empowerment, you know, uh, life skills and education because we want to take them through tertiary education as well. So it's one, I think it's, the biggest program you know in addition to football itself that yeah. we have at TS Galaxy so it's not just only about girls performing on match they know it's yeah. bigger than that and certainly in 3-4 years time one of them hopefully will be graduate and uh, they will go uh, home and obviously um, improve their, their livelihood, livelihood. Yeah, back home, yeah. yes back home and thereafter hopefully come back and plow into the program so yeah we are that type of a club with different setup I mean I mean Mamelodi Sundowns does it with Miss Mamelodi Sundowns. I mean, the 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 women that have gotten that opportunity mm. to be a Miss Sundowns have gone on to work in corporate. They've got on. I mean, a Joan Ramakoshi, Miss yes. South Africa, runs yes. a program, and it's gone on to empower loads of women from across the country. So yeah. you know, it's like you know when you're a football club, um, you know you want to see that kind of stuff. You know. Doing slightly more, it's, you don't have to. I mean, yeah. it's not going to affect the results <laughs> of the sure, field, sure. you know. Yeah. But it means that you know. I always, I always look at clubs overseas, you know, um, especially the athletic sporting clubs, mm. you know, that are known as athletic sporting club Bilbao, for instance. Mm. They'll have a basketball team. They'll have a women's yes. football team. Yes. It's like it's, it's there's an athletics park where where they play. You know, it's it's a whole sporting community rather than one focus and you'll find that those clubs are very very successful and their longevity is very very long is that the kind of club that you were hoping to create as ts galaxy yeah, indeed you know and but then in our own special way of course yeah you yeah know, in that we take cognizance of um, challenges within our rural communities For you sure. know and and uh, with these type of programs our focus is exactly there i don't think uh, others do it that way um but we prefer this way because i suppose because we all come from rural communities yeah. so we know how difficult it is to come out of there and make it in life in general mm. so if we can assist one child and they go on to assist many others to follow then i think we have done great for yeah. our rural communities you know i don't so much believe in this whole thing of um sitting down and crying to say we are poor poverty stricken and whatnot do something yeah do yeah. something about it yeah, so yeah. we made it we use i mean in the, the simplest mode of entrance which is just cheerleading and dancing yeah, yeah. but it is serious on its own yeah they, these girls are choreographed almost on a daily basis they right, train yeah. very hard you know their dance moves are quite uh, acrobatic as well so they need to be fit uh, they attend gym these are things that they wouldn't have been exposed to in fact right 
prior to coming to TS Galaxy. So there and and living around four ways and <laughs> if they want lunch, they would say, Daddy, you wanna go to Santin? Can you believe it? <laughs> Meanwhile, we you know Santin to us is something that we started we being exposed to yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in our twenties and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But that's the type of confidence that we instill. Yeah. You know, the one of the greatest gifts you can we could ever give to a child is confidence. Yeah. So they are very confident. And I'm talking about girls prior to them being cheerleaders and when we asked them to come for audition some of them they never knew the word cheerleading as to what it meant what is yeah, it that they actually now do. and yeah, and yeah. now they've gone as far as becoming role models hey eh? wow. they are stars in their um, communities uh, people are looking up to them and certainly they've grown in confidence which is all what we needed to achieve and i think it's going well yeah and um talking about achievement i mean beating Chiefs in the uh, Netbank Cup final. That was in Durban, if I'm correct. Um, I know it was a typical David Goliath uh, story. Um, would you say that you guys, how was it like the days after that, that achievement? And ha- have you come down from that high? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, it was something unbelievable, to be honest, uh, for mm. us and certainly. Uh, for our people at large, wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went as far as obviously developing more support countrywide yeah. anyway. Um, testimony to that is the manner in which we all reacted to it. You know, uh, Let's start with our head coach, Coach Dan. After the final whistle, we know him to be a dancing coach. He yeah, never, he Dan never danced that night. You know? <laughs> he never danced. He went on quietly, soberly, and he, across the field to salute the supporters. You know? Yeah. And I always joined the supporters in, with those type of celebrations after a match. That night, I stood and watched and said, this is it. Um, you know, I had said it in various platforms that uh, we will win this cup. This was after our game in Cape Town quarterfinals. It was, I think, the most difficult match um, in the entire tournament. At night, for the first time, crisis surface, Cape Town, aggressive Cape Umoya, stroke platinum side, uh, stars side. Um, then from there on, I said, if we could win this kind of a game, certainly no one would stop us. Uh, starting with Aros in the semifinals in Devon, I was quite clear that we were going to beat Aros, and indeed, them being a PSL side, but we hammered them 3-1. And then when Kaiser Chiefs was draw, I mean, made it to the final, they were drawn as a home side. Again, I was quite clear that Chiefs won't come out of Mabida. Uh, why is that? Because, um, to me, when I looked at our team sheet and the team sheet of Kaiser Chiefs, I thought we had a very strong team than they had um, and I had no doubt that our, they won't withstand our team and I think I was right, we won it um, but Chiefs being the big brand, winning against them being an unknown you know, I think it's got massive impact uh, so it took its own time to dawn on us to say, you know what, you've done this, you're the champions of the NetBank Cup, and you'll be playing in the CAF, mind you. Yeah, That's yeah. the promise we made to our people beforehand. Oh, right. Yes, okay. I definitely, uh, during our last game uh, at home, two weeks prior to the final, I told them that everyone who can, and all of you who are here, go to Mabida, you'll see history being rewritten for the first time. I told them that we will win this cup, we'll bring it here. And prior yeah. to then, a week before, uh, sorry, a week before the final, I even went as far as going to see the king, you know, at the royal house. And I made a promise. I said, yeah. we are going to Mapida. We will win the cup and we'll bring it here. Appointed at a spot. I said, I'll bring the cup here. It You'll put here. it down here. Indeed, it went. <laughs> they became, then the Bella Kings and Chiefs, they became the first uh, traditional leadership to take a photo and hold a NetBank Cup wow. or any football trophy for that matter, you know. So these are the kind of little but important stories that go a long way. So we embrace traditional leadership as a club and, you know, we're the only ones. No one does it. Uh, we think we are, as black people, that that's very important. Yeah, you'd expect like Usutu, Amazulu, you'd expect <laughs> to do it more than I mean, yeah. standard Royal Zulu. Um, nah. You'd expect, you yeah. know, that to even be routine, you know. Nah, we do it. Yeah. We do traditional leadership is one uh, critical component of yeah, our yeah. lives. Otherwise, we lose our history and um, there's stories to be told to our children, you know. So one way to... B- 
to to keep them relevant, I think is to use the football platform which we have, TS Galaxy. I wanna I wanna get into your history. Um, I know we've spoken before. You know, I did a piece for the Sunday Times some years back on yourself. This was when you mm. were uh, Eric Mato's agent yes. and and. Um, I remember, you know, there were stories at sundowns that camped out at uh, <laughs> Mato's house, and yeah. and the dad was like, "Hi, you know," yes. and and he was obviously a man who wanted the best for his son, mm. not necessarily the most money. Mm. Um, obviously, we know the yes. kind of budgets that 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 flow at sundowns versus mm. the other clubs, um, and just when. What 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 was your motivation to enter football as a trained lawyer? You know, mm-hmm. whereas you can, I mean, the world's your oyster. You can go corporate, sure. you can go legal services, yeah. you can go criminal, yeah. you can, you know, yeah. you can go like, I mean, you can have your own private practice with divorce, which is lucrative, mm. apparently. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you know these fields better than I do. Um, what made you say, you know what? Let me let me apply my trained legal knowledge to football. Okay, um, you know I have a law practice. Mm-hmm. Team mm-hmm. Sugars Incorporated yes. down in Sentin. Uh, prior to then, I was a partner at Bowman's, one of the largest law firms uh-huh. in, in the continent mm-hmm. in the corporate and commercial department. So my specialization, personally, still corporate and commercial law, measures and acquisitions, is what I do every day than football. Yeah. Um, however. The f- me working in football, you know, it was not a question of me identifying a niche or anything like that with the advantage of me being a lawyer. No, I played the game. When I went to Cape Town, I went to Cape Town Spurs to play professionally, mm. <laughs> you know, not mm, start- mm. whilst I was studying and completing my studies in law. So uh, I come a long way with the game. So you, I've you, laced you, the boots. I've been in the game. grass. Like you couldn't yeah. forget about the game. Correct. So now when... I couldn't play anymore because I was doing articles, and mm. Sergio Dos Santos told me I sh- need to choose because he I couldn't train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't train at ten in the morning, uh, like other guys. I needed to serve my articles at Sonnenbergs. Um, then, uh, then I had to stop. The, uh, I chose rather to play for Vasco da Gama in the NFT. What position did you play? Ten. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're not making this up, Jim. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> like, why would you choose like a number ten? Like, because <laughs> yeah, I was it not. Sounds too good to be true. <laughs> bring the bring a soccer ball. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. We should have had a soccer ball. <laughs> just like, just throw, just see what 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 sure. body part is gonna no, instinctively uh, yeah. control the ball. No, exactly. With. It's my left foot. You yeah. Know, sweet left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Kaname and all these guys, they play, we played together. You played together, yeah. okay. So yeah. however, um, when I stopped, because of now doing articles, um, I had to, oh, some of my friends, you know, started asking questions because they only then realized the, re- the reason as to why I stopped playing. And then started asking questions about their contracts, you know, St. Mm. Thomas from Hellenic, kept on spares then. He's, yeah. He was loaned from Seven Stars with Benny McCarthy. We were very, very close playing together. I had a contractual issue, took him to Hellenic. I started representing players, you know, almost automatically. Then Peter Peterson and them, then Fatou. Because guys wouldn't read their Co- contracts. And correct. Then get and now trouble. they have a friend, all of a sudden he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. So yes. <laughs> you are. Can you look at correct. this? Correct. Fatou Davids, yeah. I... I took him to Chernomoros Bugas in Bulgaria where ah, then, ah. you know he comes back we train together and so forth and so on so it's not something that I identified it almost came automatically it came and to it you. went so on yeah, yeah yeah but I couldn't pursue it much stronger during my developing years as a lawyer as a lawyer more especially you had to solidify that at Bowman yeah otherwise mm. you lose focus but then when I made partnership in 2008 at Bowman as you know it's not the easiest thing to do achieve no, no. In those kind of corporate law firms, um, I had more time. You know, I started putting more um, time to this football thing. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad it worked in the way in which it did because through football, I think I've empowered um, many youngsters. Yeah. Um, and I've built homes. Um, who are, I've got siblings that we've taken through tertiary education. Mm. You know, just... Uh, just by, through, by, yeah, mm, through the game. Through the game. So mm. yeah, so that's what's pleasing. But then, as time went by, I realized again that you know what, 
my parental home is still Guandevele. I'm from Guandevele. Mm. And since the advent of democracy, that never, there's no, uh, never a football club in Guandevele. Mm. And growing up there, I knew s- how much the people love the game there, mm-hmm. you know. And to this day, many still drive to Johannesburg, you know, hire kumbis and uh, drive, make their way Just to, to see a yes, game, yeah. Personally, I did it. I would uh, take my mom to Soccer City during the Iwiza Maze Mill Spectacular. You know, yeah. she would sell the quarters. I would leave her outside the, the stadium whilst I'd do my own things and watch the so game. So your mother was one of the vendors? Street well, vendor, yes. Street yes, we will drive all the way from Kokafantein <laughs> yeah. to Soccer City, not yeah. knowing where Soccer City is. Just take chances. Yeah, these are the things I would do as a teenager. Yeah. Very young then. Um, so um, I said, you know what? And it's time to for one to plow back. It just doesn't make sense for me to remain in, at the highest level of the game. Meanwhile, my community where I come from, you're leaving it behind. Correct. I said I need to make something very special for our people. That's incredible, Bratim. Yeah. Yeah. And um, do you? How do you pick who you represent and who you don't? Look. Currently, as you would know, I'm no longer participating in the player representative oh, okay. space so you because you have created conflict, obviously. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, fortunate for me, I found a lawyer, Basia Michaels. She's a football person, true and true. She's running the agency. Oh, right. Yes. So you 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 left the uh, player well, you, player, player representation person. Yeah, so I had not to, and I announced it, and it was a condition yeah. for the approval of sure. this uh, purchase of the professional of the, football franchise. The yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The only thing that they league asked is that I need still to give uh, strategic guidance to QT Sports because uh, the approval of the deal was based on the backing of the balance sheet of QT Sports, you know. Ah, yeah. right, yeah. right. So right, that I would you. be but me mm-hmm. contacting a club, uh, telling them about this player and representing the You player, won't no. do that no more. And uh, no. before you put down the reins, how yes. did you choose a talent? Could you spot a player and say, um, I, I, yeah. do, you use your, do you use your footballing nows? Mm. Aside from the legal yeah, knowledge, where far. you say, I can represent you, I can get you to Chiefs, or I can get you to Sandouts, because I can see you're a player. Absolutely. Look, uh, I would say, uh, without sounding like I'm drumming my own beat here, uh, I've got an eye for talent. Mm. Uh, having played the game, having laced the boots, having been in the green grass also helped a lot at the highest level. Yeah. So, testimony to that is... Um, if you go back and check, um, and check clubs that would have about four or five players yeah. represented uh, by us uh, at the same club, they would win championship. Mm. Now, mm. you'll check Kaiser Chiefs when they last won championship. I think mm. we had about four or five players. Sundowns when they were winning even the CAF Super Cup and Af- uh, Champions League. We had players there, five, six, seven. Um, vets we had about five when they won the league and you go to super sport we had about seven when they won things that they won then mm. and then now we can go as far as the unfashionable side when plus number stars won i think the telecom cup and the netbank cup then we had about six mm. so mm. that was a good yes team. yep the, you know how to place those players <laughs> most of the time the clubs yeah. would i mean when you put out the call they wouldn't necessarily know so much about the player so an eye for talent, I suppose, so is then something that your name started preceding you. So they know if you, they get a call from Tim, absolutely, he must be quality. Yeah, he must be quality. Yes. So they just you need and to a name for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, then you created the kind of name that people mm. can trust. Yes. So yes. it wasn't just a matter yeah. of the old school sort of people wanting no. their 10% or nah, however much nah. agents wanted from yes. that contract, you know? No, 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 no. You know, you earn your own name. So clubs would know that a player represented by me, chances yeah. are is a quality player. Yeah. He doesn't just represent anyone. So that's one part. But further on, okay, uh, I was, uh, for the longest time, the only agent that would do trials. So I've traveled uh, across the country. I'll call so trials wait, in the. So you'll do trials myself. for your representation, yes, just yes. for you. Find raw talent, bring it up into the That's professional ranks. Mm-hmm. No one does it. It's the mm-hmm. most difficult thing to do. The imagine. logistics of going to KZN, Shamlaz, Gomash. Yes, the co- logistics oh, of going to the Eastern Cape, uh, OR Tambo municipality, and all that, um, and uh, Limpopo. But then further on, I didn't stop there. I realized that there was also a need for people to be educated on the player management stroke representation. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you that. Like, these boys, 
once they get that contract, mm. what happens then? Do you stay in their lives and mm. say, brah, I don't think a GTI is good for you yes. right now. Yeah. Uh, at this stage of your career, mm. still young, maybe still not in the first mm. team, but it, the money is good. You know, do you, do, you, do you stick around for that as well? Indeed. Uh, you know, at QT Sports, we would have what I, I term the personal touch to things. Mm, mm. So it wouldn't just do a contract, uh, cut our deal and move on. Mm. You know, we would be very much involved in the player's life. Uh, crazy things, so logistics of, let's say, moving a player to Johannesburg mm. or different town. You need to find him a comb, uh, hang, find him curtains and do this and that. We would do those basic stuff. So uh, part to our success story is the real fact that we will relieve our players of all many other things yeah. so that they can only focus in the game. And it worked magically, I believe. Yeah. Uh, because most of our talent, I think they did fantastically well, as many still do today. Is there a guy, is there a guy you wanted to sign and he said no <laughs> and then came back, R.H. Pratim, I wish you did sign with you. No, you know, I can answer that just like that, no. 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 Yeah, if anything, the converse is true. Many wish to work with me, is some it? would be tired. It, is, okay, is there a guy that you felt that you, you would have done better for if you represented him and you yeah. saw him? Maybe not get the best deal. Not necessarily yeah. go down, yes. but you feel like I could have gotten this guy overseas. I'm or, trying to think. Like no, uh, you know, not necessarily. And our immediate as a strong agency uh, came at a time when South African football had money. Okay. Uh, remember that. Um, so it would be difficult to for players to take a lesser deal overseas. Right. Unless right. they're extremely young. Mm. So just after the World Cup or leading to the World oh, Cup, so money was, was being boom. pumped into our mm. game. There mm. was a boom. Mm. You know, so most of our guys opted to stay around. The mm. Kunes and many others. Teko. And Shavas and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was because there was money yeah. here. It yeah. wouldn't make sense to rush to Sweden and, and less and, and, and struggle in the cold and all the, you know, <laughs> made their own choices. Yes, Matos yeah. and Alex, they chose to stay here and uh, they're making more money than players in, let's say, uh, middle table club in Spain, yeah, Portugal yeah. and the like. I've been to some of these countries. South Africa uh, is very the, comfortable. Look, Baba. we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. <laughs> we are blessed yeah. in we, this we, I've we been blessed. to, to uh, ish whole countries as Donald mm. Trump would put, mm. <laughs> would put are, it. We are blessed. So why then dance? I mean, you coming out. Okay, I'm not. Uh, don't don't get me wrong. Yes. I'm not discrediting Dan Dan's credit record and and, mm. and his coaching record. Mm. Even as a player, I'm a former kickoff editor. Yes. Um. I I I used to look at old um, covers. Yes. And Dan Dance was was one of those esteemed ones who had mm. a, a mm. kickoff cover on his own mm. just there. Mm. Um. One of the early ones. Early early. I think it was it was. Between the f first to ten issues, uh, Dan Dance was there on the cover, and I'd look at it, and I think this man was a great, great yeah. player. Um, but you know, obviously, we know his history with Chippa United. Not a lot of people wanted mm. to to touch him after he went to Chippa, came mm. back, went back to Chippa, and you know, yeah. it is a very fickle industry. Yeah. But you saw something yeah. in in, in Brad Dan. What sure. was that? Not only something, but something very special. Mm. Um, he's he's extremely talented, super talent. He's mm. blessed with football talent in G. Mm. Uh, starting from playing it then and yeah. now coaching the game, you know, um, he's one of the best that this country will ever see. Um, Does he get that credit? Not so much, but certainly with what we are doing, at least in the continent, with an NFT side, mm. he will get more than the credit uh, that we think you and I would believe that he deserves here. Um, do, doing what he's doing and achieving what he's achieving with an NFT team, second tier club. The first, the first to do so. Yeah, the, the first, first to do so. Um, you know, worldwide Africa record. championship. Yeah, even in other now. countries of the world, these uh, um, FA Cups haven't been won by second tier clubs. Yeah, we're the only ones. So international I mean, media took interest on us. Uh, uh, NFT team playing. Mm. And that's the equivalent of perhaps a championship side. Mm playing uh, Europa League, uh, yes. you know, and and, Absolutely. and, and, and qualifying, it, it you know, happen. making the group stages. Even Correct. then, there's no guarantee no, look, to group stages of any of these competitions. Look, even to win it, it's almost uh, Mount Everest. Yeah, know, to, climb. to win an FA Cup. Yeah, yeah exactly. On uh, Just to illustrate the point, on the day we play the final, 18th of May, go and check, you'll see that on the same day, Man City played the final Six with a second tier side nft uh, or championship side in that, england 
by the yeah there are game i think started an hour ahead of us or something yeah. by the time we started ours they were phoning up and <laughs> everyone thought because should do the same because they're immensity of sa yeah kind yeah of, yeah you know so but then then it other yes, ideas flipped. yes we flipped, flipped it the, the other way around right so yeah yeah no we knew we were gonna win it uh, we had a proper plan we had prepared properly so he's that's why i'm talking so loud about his talent i think is the best we the country's blessed to have a dan malisela to be mm. honest um it's not too many coaches like him that will ever discover as a country uh ts galaxy we feel quite fortunate because really he doesn't deserve to be coaching in the nft and mm. he doesn't deserve to be coaching us given his pedigree and talent pure talent football mm. talent you know um he is not as sophisticated um simple approach but detailed to the game the actual game of football the round thing um the style that we play we're the only ones in the country and now in the continent people the referees have confessed they've watched us calf referees to say what we never thought is a barcelona in africa <laughs> we thought we were watching a barcelona yes yeah yeah, yeah 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 you know because they saw the team being suffocated of the ball looking for it for an extended period of time in the game you know as if they were under nines or tens at some stage you know when we played for instance a club from the Seychelles, we hit the crossbar four times they were looking for the ball the whole day you know we did the same thing in madagascar madagascar snaps fc of madagascar mm -hmm. had never lost a calf match ever ever At before this ah. galaxy went there yeah yeah so they had to reverse it's a one nil deficit here mm. yeah and it, they were so confident that they will do it because they'd never lost a vets went i think they lost i think there's one casablanca with that or but casablanca they yeah, went or, there uh, yeah, yeah they lost between uh, raja and yeah raja or something yeah. one of them were in 2015 they you know they, they beat them 2-1 so now this second tier side comes and hammers them 3-1 it was a disaster in madagascar <laughs> on that day so that's that that, that talks to the talent. mind you bafana went to madagascar and this is a Madagascar <laughs> yes it's a Madagascar team that has done fantastically well in the Afcon now in June they were eliminated uh, in the quarterfinals and a number yeah, of, yeah, yeah, a yeah, number yeah. of oh, their yo, players yo. come from this club in the group stages yeah, bo, and hey, eliminated hey, Morocco football is um, yes is on the up and it's on the up and, and up and the club we played against has, has a number of players in the national mm, team mm, you yeah, know yeah, we, God. Yeah, we went to hammer them 3-1 like, we went to hammer them 3-1 yeah. yeah so it's not a pushover side yeah yeah so that talks to the talent of a coach that we have at TS Galaxy then then in my view is one of the best that the country will ever see why wasn't even in the even in the conversation for the bafana job i know for your mm. personal interest yeah, yeah <laughs> better know, here than that, uh, great. yeah but why was he not even in the conversation is it because yeah. he's coaching ts galaxy mm. is it is it mm. now more about well, what you were affiliated to than what you can actually mm. do no i think um they which is suffer carefully went for coaches that have got a track with the national football association oh, so right, if you right, check right. i'm talking in the plural if you check at david notwane right uh, he's yes. got a track if yes. you check the under 17 coach uh, um, levi who is it levi or somebody he has yeah. been there around for the longest time yeah so if they played you, it safe yes if you mm. look at mulife has been around the national mm. team for the longest mm. time mm. Uh, which now you believe as i do that it, it, it makes perfect sense right. actually uh, because there's no time we are a country that is you know thriving on pride we mm. have, we we believe in winning we want to win and there's yeah. no time maybe you know they took that view and certainly for a coach like dance you know to instill his philosophy you know he needs some time and now bafana bafana had to hit the ground running if i was saf i think i would have made the same decision yeah and um i want to round off our conversation brilliant chat by the way bratim i could listen to you talk all day 27th <laughs> of uh, october is coming yes. up and you'll be facing Enyemba you starting away ne yeah Enyemba two time CAF <laughs> Champions League yeah. winners eight time Nigerian uh, <laughs> league <laughs> winners yeah, yeah they were in the semifinals of this competition last year yes. this is what you're facing yeah. and we know Enyemba anyone who, who's with the certain football yes. knows what they're going to face yeah. when they face Enyemba and it's Nigeria yeah, and it's a South African team so <laughs> okay. yeah. they don't need any motivation <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> what are you expecting and what yeah. can we expect from TS yeah look um put it 
put very simply, our unthinkable story continues. Oh. Shall continue again in Nigeria, you know. Uh, it's a dream draw. In my view, um, I wish for one of the two extremes. Okay. One, either you draw the club that was beaten by Sundown 16-1, or mm. you draw the strongest in amongst the remaining clubs, which in my view is Inimba. Mm. And fortunately for us, we got Inimba. I always thought we were going to get Inimba. Mm. And we got them. So there's a lot of pride that comes with it. They are the two times champions. They won the CAF Champions League consecutively. And they, I think they won the Super Cup as well. Yeah. yeah. Very seasoned and experienced and a super club in yeah. the continent. Yeah. Now we are TS Galaxy. They won the Super uh, Cup twice, in fact. Yeah, but um, both years that they were CAF Champions League consecutively. champions, yes. they, they, they won the Super right. Cup. So yeah. we are TS Galaxy. Uh, what, how, I mean, what's the best way? to establish ourselves and put our footprint in the continent than eliminate <laughs> exactly perfect opportunity you know the perfect timing you have to take out the pause <laughs> you take out the pause yeah. yeah yeah perfect timing perfect perfect everything uh, i think the stage is set for us because I, I had said it when i started this conversation that ts galaxy when i had i put it together i sort of envisioned it as a one of the or to be one of the biggest clubs or brands football brands in the continent so this is one more opportunity to live yeah. to that. Certainly, uh, people will know TS Galaxy even more in the continent after the 27th of October and certainly after the 3rd of November when we the play return the return leg. leg Where here. are you going to play the return in leg? In Bombela. Bombela. Yep. So ah, you must give me a ticket. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Automatic. <laughs> you qualify. <laughs> you qualify. No, no, I want to be there. I want to I see this, this TS Galaxy. Yeah. Um, unthinkable story. story continuing. I want to see Before it. Your I want to see it for yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no. But thanks very much, Pratim, for coming. Uh, good luck with the Glad Africa Championship. Yes. I know you haven't focused that much. Yes. You guys are behind yeah. um, in terms of uh, playing uh, matches mm. in, in the old NFD. Yes, yes, yes. But there are bigger matters at hand. Um, mm. We also want Pratan to actually come into studio yeah. so we can speak to the man himself. Yeah. I have all the time in the world for that gentleman. I will come. I, I respect what you have done. I respect what he has done. Mm. It's um, football is a whole lot better for it yeah. because of you gentlemen. So thank you very sure. much and thank you for gracing us here at the Sports Life Podcast. No, thank you so much, Boo, and certainly for affording us the opportunity. You know, it doesn't come every day, by the way. I'm, I'm breaking my feet for the first time here. I haven't been here yeah. before today. So yeah, and uh, we appreciate this and uh, we certainly like sharing our story with the world so yeah. thanks to you no it's a pleasure thank you so much sure. all right that's it for me Spoom Chigeliso, and you've been listening to the sports live podcast thank you so much for joining us do also catch us on timeslive.co.za as well as Sowetan Live, Business Live. We are also on Iono FM, the Apple Podcast Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. It could be Spotify, Stitcher, Cashbox, Pocket Cast, wherever. To connect with us, please use the hashtag SportsLive. Share your comments with us at TimesLive or at Sowetan Live on Twitter. A big thank you goes out to the multimedia live team led by Scott Peter Smith and producer Paige Muller, as well as the Tiso Black Star Digital Sports Department, headed by Mninawa Mchana Ntroko. Our sound and audio mixer is Innocent Manike. From us at the Sports Live podcast, it's goodbye for now. <laughs>